This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers, Mike Van Dees joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the major mortgage man cave. Here's Jason Walker. Happy Wednesday. The Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Coming up today in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, we're going to talk with Scott Evans, Helena High Coach. Big matchup on Friday night as the uh, the boys from Helena High will take on the boys from Capital and Crosstown. And a lot more than just Crosstown bragging rights on the line. We'll talk to Coach Evans and find out his superstitions. Remember we told you Capital Coach Kyle Mahelish once wore the same pair of underwear for six consecutive weeks. He only washed them one time in the sink. Like, he didn't wear them just for football. It was, like, for every day. So we'll talk to Coach about that. Also, um, let's see what else we got. Oh, that's what she said. Alex Eshelman will join us. I see her. She's getting ready. Uh, she just taped, I think, Bobcat Insider a couple of hours ago. So uh, we'll talk to her coming up. And uh, we're going to get her thoughts, too, on my poll question today. The Jason Walker Show poll is um, should championship rings be done away with? After seeing the Milwaukee Bucks' gaudy championship rings, uh, should all levels of sports get rid of championship rings? Uh, so we'll, we'll find out her opinion on that uh, a little bit later on, in like 10 minutes. Um, that was the poll question. You can go to Ad Walker Sports. You can go to Facebook and uh, answer it. You can call in or text 406-209-1267. Email jason at jasonwalkershow.com. Watch live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Listen on Podbean, Network One Sports, and more. Okay. So before any of that, and we'll talk football rankings a little bit later on too in the high school ranks as playoffs get started in some levels, but um, something's going on at the University of Providence up in Great Falls. So softball coach Joey Egan, depending on which source, and I have a couple of really good sources on this, three as a matter of fact, because more than one is good, two is the bad, or good, but then three is really good. Anyway, uh, Joey Egan was let go or placed on administrative leave at the University of Providence. She's the softball coach of of long time. She's been there basically, I think, since the inception. Great high school and college softball player and really good coach for the Argos. Now, here's where I've got some questions. So a source told me yesterday players were told to never contact Coach Egan again, and they were not allowed to ask why she was let go. There have been no practices, although a couple of employees at Providence have taken over because the girls just want to play softball, so they're allowed to do that. Apparently they were at Carroll today in a softball exhibition. But they're not allowed to talk to their coach, Coach Egan. They were not allowed to ask why she was let go or, quote-unquote, placed on administrative leave. 
So, and then I had another source tell me, um, basically that's what it is, is uh, none of the current players were there. So this happened before uh, this fall season or camp started. Uh, they were told they couldn't contact her, like I said. They've been without a coach since September 1st. And another source said, lawyers are involved. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell that means. But something's going on at Providence, and nobody's answering. I sent out uh, an email today to Providence, and there's been no response. So uh, we'll keep looking at that. But, uh, man, something's, something's happening up there in Gray Falls. And this comes on the heels of what I was told a couple weeks ago, that there may not be sports at Providence in the future, like across the board. Just, to, you know, and we're working on that. And I'm not the first, the, my person I heard that from two weeks ago was not the first to uh, tell me that either. So something something in Gray Falls is, uh, is a little fishy. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. Jason Walker Show. Rolling on here on a Wednesday. Alex Eshelman will join us shortly. Uh, football rankings are out. And... We're, I mean, we're in the last week of the regular season in some and heading into the playoffs in others. Class AA Sentinel still sits on top, no surprise, after their blowout 32-0 win over Capital. Then you've got West, Butte, Helena, and Capital. That's your top five. Four again out of the five are from the West. Class A, it's Hamilton, Laurel, Polson. Lewistown jumping into the pole at number four after the big win over Billings Central. For the first time in 35 years, Central then dropped two spots to number five. And then, of course, Lewistown, on the heels of that, having lost their teammate over the weekend in a car crash, which is Dylan Morris uh, just sat, and I was talking to uh, a guy in Lewistown last night and said that, that Dylan was the best kid, captain of the wrestling team, captain of the football team, biggest cheerleader in the band, or for the band, just unbelievable. Unbelievable loss. Uh, in Class B, it's Florence Carlton, Townsend, Columbus, Malta, and Eureka, and then Big Fork, Jefferson, Fairfield, Glasgow, and Red Lodge. Eight-man, Drummond, Phillipsburg, Thompson Falls, Fort Benton, Sims, and Scobie, the top five, Culbertson, Joliet, Belt, Chinook, Park City. Round out the top ten in the eight-man. And then six-man, Freud Lake, White Sulphur Springs, Power Dutton Brady, Shields Valley, after their big win over Bridger, moves to four. Bridger drops two to five, followed by Richie Lambert, Hot Springs, Denton Geyser, Stanford, Grass Range, Winnet, Big Sandy, and Broadview, Levina. And remember Dylan Flat from Shields Valley, our auto concepts performance of the week. 17 tackles and, what, four touchdowns, five touchdowns? It's pretty impressive. All right, we'll take a break because she's anxiously waiting. I can see her. She just... Chomping at the bit, getting ready to get on the show. She's got a lot to say after the Cats and the Grizz uh, played over the weekend. Her name is Alex Eshelman. She's going to join us when we return. Jason Walker Show is brought to you by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. There she is. She is getting ready. We'll talk to Alex Eshelman next. Hang on. 
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Fall is officially here, and now is the perfect time to get your rig tuned up before the big hunt. That means a lift kit from Auto Concepts. An Auto Concepts lift kit will help take you places only the animals can go. And when you do get that big one, make sure you have help to get a home with a winch to pull it out. Or maybe you'll be a good friend and help pull someone out of the snowbank. Check out AutoConceptsHelena.com for more ideas. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Hanging out in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Scott Evans joining us soon, Helen I coach. We will talk with uh, him about the big Crosstown game coming up. Also, uh, on this day in history, and I, I have something else. I don't even remember what I wrote down, but what a, that's a good song. I found the instrumental versions. I think I'm legally okay to play these. Anyway, hey, let's get to it. 
This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture 1010 Dearborn. Helena, as we welcome in our award-winning guest. Have you won any awards? <laughs> it's very nice of you to call me an award-winning guest. In, in terms of uh, my professional career, no, I have not, not won any awards okay. yet. But hopefully at one point, well, that, that's a goal. So hopefully we can do that. They are coming, I can tell, because you're great. <laughs> All right, let me give you the full welcome. It is That's What She Said. It is brought to you by Dinners Done Right. And uh, we talked a couple weeks ago about this. Alex Eshelman joining us uh, from ABC Fox uh, um, and SWX Montana. Um, Dinners Done Right, fantastic food. So this is the October menu, just a couple of things. I'm going to tell me when you like something. Honey mustard meatloaf. Yes. Okay. Uh, Cheesy beef and noodle bake. It's really good. Sure, yeah. Uh, Pasta primavera. Pasta girl through and through. Okay. Yes. Are you a uh, are you a uh, chicken fan? Yes. Okay. Get I'm really not a picky eater. Okay. I, I, it all sounds delicious to me. <laughs> uh, chicken parmesan soup is on the menu this month, and uh, much more pizza pizza empanadas too. So getting dinner's done right. Anyway, well, um, how are you? By the way, after we talked last week, literally after you I got done off the air with you, I got a call from our friend Bill Heiselman and said, hey, can you do the Bozeman-Gallatin game Friday? I told you I didn't have a game, and then I ended up doing the game uh, with DJ Bowers. So I missed you in Bozeman. You were in Ogden, but uh, we'll talk about that in a sec. But I did do the Bozeman-Gallatin game. That's a great field, and a great game it was. What a game. I know. I was sitting there uh, looking on Twitter to see the final score, and 38-35, to 35. what a win for Bozeman. Yeah, how good is the uh, both quarterbacks and both running backs for those two schools? Man, it was, they are fantastic. It was a great game. Alex Eshelman joining us here. She uh, was down in, in Ogden, Utah last Friday night with the Bobcats. She got to meet Gabby, uh, what's her name, Gabby Barrett, Burnett? Gabby Butler. Butler. I didn't get to meet her, Jason. I was a little bummed by that, oh. but I saw her live in person, and she was even better than how cool she was in the Netflix show Cheer. So I was through the roof, super excited. You you stalked her kind of from the sidelines, didn't you? 100%. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't working, I probably would have been like my mom at football games. She's always just watching me. She's like, okay, how's she doing? How is she smiling? She's watching the football game too, but she's my number one fan, and I was Gabby Butler's number there one There you fan. go. Especially um, if I didn't have to focus on the game, but I'm happy I focused on the game because wow. what a win for Montana State, right? Yep, uh, 13-7, a defensive battle. Uh, it was. It looked like it could have gone either way, but the Cats' defense, especially in that fourth quarter, uh, I was listening driving home from the Bozeman Gallon game. Wow, they came to play. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Jason, what an exciting experience that was. And especially because they haven't gotten a win over Weber since 2014. They've been countless big sky champions, at least had a share of that for the past four straight years. So you were right. It was a battle to the very end. It could have been anybody's game, but Blake Glasner, freshman kicker, we'll be talking about him in our SWX broadcast as well this Saturday against Idaho State. He stepped up, man, two for two and field goal attempts and ultimately gave us those points, um, gave Montana State those points to get that 13-7 to win over Weber. Uh, after that first quarter, were you like, this? Is, we're going to settle in for a, a long night of defensive football here because it seemed like 
you know, the offenses for both really couldn't get anything going. I think at the beginning when both teams scored touchdowns, I thought that there maybe would have been a little more offensive production on that side of the ball. But once we got to halftime, I kind of figured I would be running from one part of the sideline to the other end. And, boy, I got to work out in, Jason. There were a lot of three-and-out situations. Mm -hmm. Both defenses played lights out, um, but – Ultimately, Montana State was able to push past them at the very end. And how about Daniel Hardy? I mean, the whole group, the whole defense as a whole is is fantastic and has been all season. But Daniel Hardy has been so fun to watch, especially in this game. And then on top of it, he's so humble. He never credits himself. He always credits the rest of the guys up front in the secondary. It's pretty... Um, it's pretty admirable uh, just to hear him talk about his performance and and that at the end of the day it's about his entire group. Um, but, gosh, I mean, season high, eight tackles, three sacks, one forced fumble. I mean, he was having a night. He's had a great year. And how much of that, Alex, is because of Amandre Williams out there? Or a Troy lot, Anderson. I mean, of two of them. Right, right. And not just Amandre, but it's it's all the guys up front, especially Chase Benson. Yes. Um, it's There's really not one guy that you can pinpoint, Jason. Every single guy in that defensive unit has a place and serves a role in that group and, and produces. And that that game was big for Montana State, I think, not only in terms of confidence, in terms of building that confidence that they already have, um, but especially because they have Idaho State this week, a bye, and then arguably their biggest game of the season at Eastern Washington two weeks from now. Which is crazy, and I was going to ask you this real quick, too, before we dive into the specifics of each the Cats and the Grizz. Mm-hmm. The Big Sky didn't do either one really any favors. The Grizz play three of the next four on the road. The Cats have, what, three of the next five on the road, or three of the next four after their home game, too, right? So it's Idaho State by Eastern uh, final home game and then Grizz. Okay, so, so two out of the next five, I guess. I think Montana State's schedule has actually really worked in their favor this year, um, especially with having a handful of home games at the part of the season. Um, and then that Wyoming game, even though that was tough, I think that really set the tone for Montana State moving into the rest of the year and gave them that extra toughness that they needed to set the expectation moving into the rest of the season. Um, For the Grizz, you know, tough loss against Sac State. I think that they're dealing with, of course, it's tough when you lose your starting quarterback, and clearly he's a very big part of that offense. Uh, But with that said, and we've been talking about this, Jason, in the past couple of episodes, there's still a lot of time, and – just because they've got the injury bug a little bit, Montana, does not mean that they're not going to be ready right. when Cat Grizz comes comes along. Sure. Uh, have we, as we talk with Alex Eshelman, ABC Fox Sports reporter, also SWX Montana, have we heard about Cam Humphrey? Is he is he going to be ready or back for the year at all, or is it just going to be the Chris Brown show the rest of the way? I'm not sure, Jason. I'm not sure. I haven't heard any updated uh, information. 
I do think that it's going to be, it's definitely going to be a several week recovery Mm -hmm. process. I don't know if that's going to take them all the way into the rest of the year. I'm going to have to check with my director, Sean Rainey on that (laughs) and we'll get back to you. Well, uh, I got, I got stuff on Sean here in a second. We're going to get to a little bit later on, but Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said. Back to the cats for a minute. Uh, there was a lot of people on social media, um, I'll say dismayed by the play calling down there in Weber. It was a lot of run it up the middle, run it up the middle, run it up the middle. Now, it paid off at the end when mm-hmm. Matt McKay got the uh, the final, Matthew got the uh, the big 12-yard gain or whatever they needed sure. to seal the deal. But there's a lot of people uh, questioning the play calling down there. And then I saw the headline that um, there was, uh, the offense coordinator put it on his shoulders. Yeah, Jason, I think here's the thing. First of all, I wasn't able to be in that press conference with Taylor Housewright, but I was able to speak with Coach Vegan in his press conference, and he pointed out a couple of things. He said, first of all, if you watched film on Weber up to this point, it was going to be really hard for the offense to get outside. So they needed, they thought that their best way to go was run it up the middle. That's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is that defensive line, best in the big sky next to Montana State. They knew that this was not going to be an easy win offensively. Coach Vegan pointed that out as well. He said, we knew going into this game it was going to be about who was going to be the more physical team. And ultimately, and thankfully, that for Montana State, Bozeman comes home with a win, mm-hmm. but they knew what they were up against and that it wasn't going to be easy no matter how you sliced it. That said, they also pointed out that it wasn't perfect and nobody's perfect. Right. This is Taylor Housewright's first time going up against Weaver, Weaver as an offensive coordinator, Coach Vegan's first time as a head coach. Um, going in any situation, especially against Weaver. So I think it was a mixture of – doing their best and knowing what they had and what they were up against with also not being perfect and learning from their mistakes moving forward. And that's a great point, Alex, too. And, you know, I wanted to respond to some of these people. They're friends of mine on social media, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, these guys are watching film. They're they're paid to do a job that we're sitting at home and doing what we're, I'm doing now, armchair quarterbacking. And right. I've, I've always said that about coaching staffs. Now, would I have said the same thing had I watched the game? Maybe. But at the end of the day, Brent Vegan, Taylor House, right? These guys know a hell of a lot more than I do, Alex, and I'll let them do their job. You and me both, man. You and me both. <laughs> now, like I said, we get to armchair quarterback, but it's that's easy for us. Uh, talking with Alex Eshelman, um, anything else that came out of that Bobcat victory uh, that they are going to look into uh, for this week in practice? I would say, Jason, um, you know, the biggest things, I don't think there's definitely any anything specific that they pointed out. I think that they just need to keep working mm-hmm. and keep, keep putting their all into practice and just keep taking it one day at a time. I think that with these coaches, there's a mindset that you can always get better and you can always improve no matter where you are. And the fact that they're tied with Eastern now in the big sky for first, that kind of means nothing to these guys. All they're saying is that we're just going to keep working and putting our all into every practice, every game. That's all they can really do from here on out. But 
they're definitely pleased with that said, with where they're sitting, how they're performing. And I think that all that they're focusing on is, is the little things moving forward from here on out. Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said. You can check her out on ABC Fox Montana, also uh, SWX Montana. All right, before we move over to the Grizz, Cats, Idaho State this week. What is uh, what's the the feeling down there from the press conferences from the coaches? What are you hearing about the Bengals and what they're going to bring to bring to Bozeman? Right, Jason. So, and we've talked about this a few weeks uh, prior as well. But as always, the feeling is the same for Montana State. They're disciplined. They're locked in. It hasn't changed from week one to now week eight. I believe, week seven, week eight. I have no idea. Uh, I'm I'm losing track here. But that has stayed consistent uh, from start to finish. Um, The big thing about Idaho State is that they got a big win over UC Davis a few weeks back. That said, they didn't get the win over Portland State this past week, but they're showing some flashes of excellence and some things that they're not going to want to overlook. Kevin Ryan, another guy that you're going to want to watch out for defensively, um, one of the Big Sky Players of the Week. Um, Jaden Dawson, another guy you're going to want to watch out for on this Idaho State team, another Big Sky Defensive Player of the Week a few weeks back. And Coach Vegan touched on this as well. He said, along with that UC Davis game, you have to pay attention to that Sac State way, State game. Excuse me. They played the Hornets really tough in that matchup, and it's not going to be any different with them coming to Bozeman this Saturday. That should be a fun one. Do you have that game? I do. Okay, so SWX Montana has that one. It's the pack the place in pink game. I've got my pink sweater on today. I'll be wearing pink at the game. Um, for obviously a, a big cause yep. and a great cause. So, um, yeah, be sure to wear pink if you're coming to the game. Okay, so that is uh, Montana State and Idaho State. Let's go over to the Hill. The Grizz losing at home for the first time in 12 games and losing, I think, at home for the first time ever to Sac State. And this is a Sacramento State team that had lost their starting running back last week. Nobody mm-hmm. knew what to expect, and yet here they are sitting – in the middle of the pole and really quietly being a really good football team in the Big Sky Conference and in the entire country. Right, Jason. And uh, I have to say, going non-biased here, but there is a little piece in my heart. I'm a Sacramento girl at heart. El Dorado Hills, that's where I grew up. But Sacramento girl at heart. Troy Taylor, absolutely love him. Um, He was actually my rival high school head coach at Folsom High School before he got the job at Sacramento State. So all of our rival games were against Troy Taylor. And, I mean, he he coached Jake Browning. He, he coached a number of guys um, that are a countless number that have gone on to not only play at the next level but dominate at the next level. Um, so I was, I was pleased to see Sac State <laughs> get that win uh, for them being that I am from there. Uh, but it was definitely a bummer for the Grizz. That said, you cannot count the Grizz out. I don't right. care if they got this loss to Sac State. I'm not counting these guys out. They're a good team. Their defense is insane. Uh, Bobby Houck, obviously a household name when it comes to Treasure State natives. And I think that they will definitely bounce back. At one point before Cat Grizz, um, moving into this back half of the season, especially offensively, too. Well, their offense has struggled all year, Alex, and that, we've right. just kind of been waiting for it to get going. They've had flashes mm-hmm. of, of goodness, 
um, but not greatness. And that right. defense has kept them in a lot of games. But now with two conference losses, they're sitting two games behind everybody. They can't stumble again. I don't see them stumbling at Idaho this week. But, I mean, this is a rivalry game for the Grizz going back 100-plus years, too, like the uh, the Cat game. But mm-hmm. they're wounded right now, both physically yeah. and mentally. And I don't – I mean, the pressure's on them. Their backs are – I mean, you can use any cliche. Backs against the wall. It's – we, you know, one game at a time, all this, but it literally is win out or you're done. Mm-hmm. And they can't afford another loss. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I always like to stay on the positive side of things, though, <laughs> for everybody. And it's early in the back half of the season. I think that the Grizz have the grit to be able to push through some of these setbacks here and definitely get a win over high Idaho, I would say. Right. Um, and definitely, I, I always focus on Cat Grizz. I'm so excited about it because I've never experienced it. Got a long way to go. Say that again. We have a long way to go. You do, you do, but that's what I'm saying. Anything can happen yeah. from this point to then. You're right. They cannot mess up from here on out. Because now it's just going to start becoming a, a bigger point of emphasis and mattering more each week. Um, but to Cat Grizz, they've got a good chunk of time. So they just have to work through those kinks to be on fire when they need to be in that final game. And it's not, you know, their schedule's not super hard. Yes, three of the four are on the road at Idaho, and then they host Southern Utah, which is not a good football team. Northern Colorado on the road. They should win that. They should beat NAU, although that's going to be a great game. And then you've got the Cat Grizz game. But three of the next four on the road, this is really do or die for Montana. And, you know, they had such high hopes. Everybody was on board at the beginning of the season. And now all of a sudden, two conference losses, like I said, that's huge because I don't expect Eastern Washington to lose many conference games moving forward. Maybe the Cats. uh, But the Cats also sitting there two games ahead of the Grizz, too, in the standings. And that's... I mean, that's a lot of pressure on Bobby Houck and the boys. It is. It is. But uh, Bobby Houck, big timber guy, mm-hmm. he's Montana tough. A lot of these guys are. Jace Lewis leading the oh. way for that defense. Another Montana tough guy. So I'm not counting them out. I'm not. I think that these setbacks are definitely something that they can push past, and we'll see how it goes in the back half of the season. Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said. It is brought to you by Dinner's Done Right, ABC Fox Sports Reporter. All right, uh, so that's the big sky. Let's move over to the high school front. We talked a little bit about Bozeman Gallatin, but you got uh, the Hawks and Billings West this week. Winner wins the East and that one seed. This is a huge, huge game, uh, and I think it's at West. Is that right? Yes. So I believe, actually, that game, they have a bye. Uh, Bozeman has a bye. Right, but they have to say. They play the regular season finale this week. Say that again? It's the regular season finale, and the winner would win. They both have a bye, but the winner wins the East. Oh, correct. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought we were already talking playoff (laughs) talk there for a second. That's next week. Oh, my gosh. It has just been crazy. And we've got Montana State basketball starting up. Oh, it's just getting crazier and crazier. But, um, yes, so, yeah, that's going to be a big game. That is in Billings. That is not here. We've got Gallatin Skyview here. Okay. Um, there are some games tomorrow, I believe, which could mean some things. I don't know. But, yeah, that Bozeman-West game is going to be interesting. Um, man, I, I just I, I love this time of the year, Alex. It's it's one of the best because you got the high or the uh, the football uh, playoffs. You've got um, Major League Baseball and and the playoffs, and then the World Series. 
But take me through uh, the soccer matchups because there was some great soccer yesterday, and somebody got a big win today too, I think. There was. So yesterday I got to cover all four games. Gallatin boys uh, shut out Belgrade 2-0. to zero. Uh, Coach for the Gallatin boys, awesome. He's really running a good program there, and I think that they're just going to keep climbing the ranks in AA mm-hmm. as time goes on. Much like the rest of Gallatin's programs, I do think that they're, they are stacked with good coaches. Um, I do think, you know, Football's football's been a little tough this year, but that's okay. Again, it's only their second year ever uh, in existence. So, yes, 2-0 win over Belgrade. The girls beat Belgrade 6-1. That was a very exciting game. Um, and then moving over to Bozeman, Bozeman boys stay on top in the East, defeating CMR. That said, I will say, CMR looked very good and played very tough. Shout out to their goalie. He was all over the place and uh, was very good at, at defending um, in that game. And then Bozing, Bozeman girls um, got a win over um, – oh, my gosh, I'm forgetting. There were so many games yesterday, <laughs> Jason, Somebody. But Bozeman girls – oh, ended up getting the win in overtime over Billings Skyview okay. 1-0. Uh, very exciting game, very exciting game. So take me through the quarterfinals this week because here in Helena, you've got the one seed, Helena Bengals, uh, who have right. been unbelievable, and I don't know if they've given up more than six goals all year. Uh, and those Bozeman girls coming to town, that's going to be a good one. And then uh, Gallatin taking on Sentinel, Hellgate host senior, and then Capital is at West. So on the girls' side, how does that shake out in the quarters? Because you've seen most of, a lot of these teams. Yeah, that's a good question, Jason. I don't know. First of all, when it comes to playoffs, no matter what sport it is, I think that really anything can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially I was questioning that a little bit when Bozeman was playing CMR yesterday at the very beginning of the game. It was a little slow start. Um, but in terms of the girls, I think I think Bozeman's hitting their stride right at the right time. You can see their 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 grit and their energy and their drive. Um, so I think that they're going to be uh, a force to be reckoned with here in quarterfinals. That's a big one because Bozeman at Helena. I mean, that's uh, – I like it. You're confident. Uh, I'm on confident. The, on the boys' cool. side, senior at Hellgate, Capital is at West, Gallatin at Glacier, and then Sentinel mm-hmm. at Bozeman. Uh, there's really not an easy one there. But that Sentinel-Bozeman boys' matchup um, is intriguing because Bozeman and Hellgate have been so good for so long. Right. Right, and I, I don't know about you, Jason, but every time I hear the name Sentinel right now, <laughs> I think really good sports programs. Right? I don't care what team it is. They are definitely a little intimidating no matter how you slice it. And um, I think that Drew Johnson, man, for Bozeman is just mm. incredible. I got here a year and a half ago, and – Every game, every game, he's the star of the show. So it's going to be hard to stop him. That said, defenses know they double-team that guy all the time, and I think that it's going to be interesting. And He's hard to stop. I think the entire Bozeman team is hard. They're so quick. Um, they're, they are great at connecting. They're great at moving the ball down the field quickly and efficiently. Um they're not, they're not afraid to share the ball. They have confidence in all of their teammates. 
Um, so I think Bozeman's gonna uh, have have the edge. Yep. I do think they're gonna have the edge, but you know, you never know with Sentinel teams right now. That is true. And by the way, Sentinel at Butte tomorrow night in football, mm-hmm. and that's a big one because a lot of implications for the playoffs, especially in the West, uh, right. are on, in in that game. Obviously. Sentinel, if they win, they're going to clinch no matter what. But if Butte loses and Capital beats Hell on a high Friday, then Capital slides into that two spot and a bye. But right. it's all, who knows? I mean, it's all just nuts right now. It's the playoffs. That's why we love it. Um, all right, so here's my poll question. And your boy, uh, your boy Sean Rainey, um, your boss, I guess, had some words with me on the Twitter. Calm, I mean, calm, it was totally calm. But I said we should get rid of championship rings because after seeing the Milwaukee Bucks ungodly rings last night, the debut or two nights ago, whatever it was, but the top comes off, there's a QR scan code in there. I don't know what that's for, but there's a whole bunch of things. Should we do away with rings? I voted on your poll. I said absolutely not. You should not do away with rings. That said, I am – traditional when it comes to that and I'm not going to disagree with you that those rings are a little much I mean I think we can agree on that I am all for a classic big big of course and detailed and beautiful but that is a little much I will say but absolutely not you should not do away with championship rings it's it's symbolic it's your reward one of your rewards and that's something that you keep for the rest of your life and you keep that in a that just it means so much i think to players um to have that and yeah you can't do away with them i i no no i'm a no on it okay um as are most people a lot of the second popular vote is who cares <laughs> I care. I think we all care. I think if you're a sports fan, you would definitely have an opinion on that. Um, but I think you should definitely have rings. I mean, I would want a ring. Wouldn't you want a ring? Well, if I was, if I won something, no. I want. I have that memory. I have the memory of the win. I can watch it over and over. I don't need. That's a, true. I don't need a ring and a safe that I'm never going to wear. Except have a championship ring once a year. I did have a guy respond. Um, what did he say? Tom Brady's going to run out of fingers. So maybe it is. You I know. believe it. I'm a Tom Brady fan. <laughs> I don't like through. Tom Brady. Hey, I'm a big supporter. Before I let you go, uh, Montana State women picked second in both the media and the coaches poll. Idaho State first and uh, Idaho third in both of those. But uh, I'm a huge supporter of women's sports. Now, with that said, the WNBA parade today for the champ in Chicago was a joke. I don't know if you saw that. There was nobody on the streets. I'm just asking, like, how can we support women's athletics if nobody in your own town supports you to show? And I know they, the stadium was packed on the final, but there was nobody at the parade today. Sure. Jason, I think that's a really good question. I think about that, too, even in my coverage as a journalist and the things that I should prioritize and try mm-hmm. to prioritize and try to balance and give equal coverage to every person the best that I can. That said, that doesn't happen. I mean, especially when you're in football season, let's face it. Sure. Football, oh, I'm so sorry. That's fine. Hold on. It's fine. Hopefully someone gets that. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, back to what I was saying. Um, especially with football season, the reality is 
America is a, a football country. People love their football. And at the end of the day, our, our job is a, a, is a business as well. Um, and people like football coverage. So mm-hmm. you do have to give a lot of football coverage. That said, besides the point, we have to make a conscious effort to talk about women's sports, promote women's sports, tell the stories of the athletes, tell the stories of the coaches. It's our job to prioritize those people because they matter just as much as everybody else. And they bring something to the table just as much as everyone else. Um, so I think that the biggest thing that we all can do is is do that, is prioritize and put them out there on a pedestal and, and include them on onto the table and have a seat for them at the table. And um, I think that women's sports is rapidly growing. I think that they've made a lot of progress. But mm-hmm. that said, we all need to help them to continue to make that progress. So I think if we showcase them and highlight them and give them the opportunity to shine just the same as everyone else, then that's going to help people follow them and, and give them a bigger following um, and, and make it more of a popular um, thing to be a part of and to prioritize. What do you think? No, I agree. And, I, you know, that's I, that's why I love having you on every week to get that female perspective and promote women's in, in, in athletics. And, yeah, I mean, Dan Patrick talks about it all the time. It's football. Mm-hmm. It's the NBA. It's LeBron. I mean, that's what everybody right. wants to hear about. Um, and it, it does suck for volleyball, soccer, especially in the fall in Montana. They're sure. not getting all the same coverage. And, you know, is that my fault? Yeah, I don't talk about them as much, but you have football to talk about. Um, but right. I think it's easier for us as local uh, sports reporters to be able to talk about women's athletics than it is on the national front. And I just right. embarrassed for the WNBA today because of that parade. You know, you can support on Twitter, social media, all you want. But if there's tens of people at a parade, that was embarrassing for the WNBA today, I thought. It's going to take a collective unit. It's going to take the people at the top, Jason. It's going to take everybody working together on mm-hmm. that, and it's also going to take time. Um, so I think that, you know, it's a t- it's it's equally as tough of a subject as it is super simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's what it comes down to is everybody collectively working together no matter where you're at, whether you're top of the chain or not, everybody hand-in-hand hand helping women's sports continue to make progress and become relevant. And they are relevant. I, I yep. mean, I they, they are 100% relevant. I do think that um, the sports networks have given great coverage so far to – and have prioritized women's sports more, and I think that it's just going to keep getting better as time goes on. We can only hope. Uh, Bobcat Insider tomorrow night, nine thirty-five, ABC Fox, Montana. What's uh, who's Brent Vegan's going to be on? Um, guessing Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones not on this week. Okay. We have him on every other week. He gotcha. is on the road uh, for NAU and Southern Utah coming up for volleyball. Okay. We have Sean Howe, D line coach, which I got to interview him. It's a great interview. Be sure to watch it. Um, such a great. Interview, uh, interviewee, coach, uh, person to lead that D line. And you can really tell that those guys not only 
trust him and respect him, but feed off of his energy. And we've seen that so far yep. this season. Well, we talked about the three guys, main three guys up there, Amandre, Chase, and Daniel. So it's pretty pretty good what they're doing, pretty good what he's doing. Of course, it's going to be a great right. interview because you did it, but you don't have to be, you know, humble. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, I try my best, but Sean uh, Coach Howe is really what made the interview, and he mm. gave some great responses and great answers. Okay, well, I look forward to uh, watching it. I look forward to watching you on Saturday. I will not be there this week. I'm hoping the, uh, the last game, then the home in November, and then, of course, playoffs. Well, I look forward to seeing you at the next game that you're at. So three weeks. Um, it's going to be fun. I can't believe it. We're in the back half of the football season, but it just gets more and more exciting each, each week, Jason. Yep. And thank you again for having me on your show. It's always a privilege. It is uh, my pleasure to have you on and my honor. ABC Fox Montana sports reporter, SWX uh, reporter as well. Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Uh, stay safe. Stay stay warm. And uh, stay hydrated. I got that's all I got. But have fun out Love there. Love it. <laughs> hey, have a good time, <laughs> and, and uh, we'll Hopefully talk to you it's soon. It's not going to be snowing. Knock on wood. Hopefully, yeah, it's, exactly. It seems like it's going to be good weather. So I'll be golfing. Um, I'm holding on to every day. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I am holding on. Hey, appreciate it, Alex. Uh, take care, and we'll see you uh, next Wednesday. Thank you, Jason. All right, that is Alex Eshelman joining us. That's what she said. Brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. She is the greatest. Um, and if you missed anything, go to uh, jasonwalkershow.com. We'll have her up uh, in its entirety, the show, after the uh, after our show is done. Okay, quick break. We're coming back. Scott Evans will join us to talk Helena High football next. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right grab-and-go salad bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. 
Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle, and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. On this day in history, the walk-off still to come. If you uh, missed the chance to answer our poll at Jay Walker Sports or on the Facebook, should uh, championship rings be done away with? And uh, majority of you <laughs> like them. Um, I'm not sure how many of you have them, but a majority of you like them. So 75% say no, keep the rings. 21% said who cares, and 4% said yes. So there you go. That is our poll. Try to do more polls moving forward. Speaking of polls, Helena High ranked number four, Capital ranked number five as they head into Crosstown Friday nights. And to join us now to talk about that game is the Helena High coach, Scott Evans, and he joins us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach, uh, congratulations. Another big win for the Bengals. And, again, the offense uh, just keeps shining through and uh, keeps getting better and better, it seems. Yeah, you know, I think we're starting to hit a little bit. You know, we're doing some good things with our team. And I like where we're at. I mean, I, I like our guys improving each week. So that, that's a huge deal for us is being able to improve each week. And I think that's what our guys are doing right now. And, again, like last week, it's a, it's not just a one-man show anymore. You've got uh, a whole bunch of offensive threats that make it difficult to defend with only 11 guys on the other side of the ball. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that has to go right back down to our offensive staff doing a good job of setting up guys at the same point down. Caden Hewitt and the boys actually carrying it out for them, doing the right things needed. And so, I mean, I, it's nice to have a quarterback that's going to spread the ball. So that, that helps out immensely. Talking with Helena High football coach Scott Evans, your defense uh, shining brightly uh, yet again. And uh, I was reading in the in the paper about your challenge to your kid, but it seems to work. Yeah, you know we, we had a, we had a little joke going on at the house every once in a while, and he kind of makes ribbons at his dad. I make some little ribbons back at him, and we kind of <laughs> challenge him a little bit, and he stepped up to it. I mean, I, but I don't need to necessarily get him too fired up to play. He loves to play anyway, so. But anything I can do is beat them a little bit. Maybe they'll kick them over the top or not. But, we'll, I mean, so far so good. So I'll just kind of keep doing it. 
<laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Uh, talking to Helena High Coach Scott Evans, Jason Walker Show uh, on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. What was it about last week that you guys were able to just get going and, and never really slow down? You know, it was actually just that the game itself was kind of a little slow going at points in time. It seemed like but, you know, it was just kind of held together, and we had some long, sustained drives, which I really liked. And I just think our guys are trying to improve each week. So I, I like what we do in practice, and there's a focus and there's a flow to it now that we didn't have earlier in the year. And, you know, they want to go out there and they, they want to compete at a high level and get things done. So I, I think I got to put it back on our staff. Our coach is doing a great job with it. And our players are kind of responding to it. So it's just been kind of a, it's been kind of a neat thing seeing how they're growing each week. And I think we're getting better each week, which I really like again to see them. Have you looked at the standings and, and done all the mathematician stuff and figured out what happens, win or lose this weekend? Well, you know, we kind of know where we're going to be. We're, we know we're going to be playing next week at home for sure. We just don't know who it's going to be. And we got to take care of business this Friday for sure. And that will just kind of move our seating up. So we can't go too high and we can't go really low. So we know we're in the trapped in between. We're trapped between two and five is what we know. Gotcha. That's where we're at. So there's a chance you could still get a buy, right? No, not the, unless unless some kind of weird thing occurs in this world and oh. you disappears off the planet, we're, we're stuck between two and five, and I mean we're three or four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, talking on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline here with Helena High Coach Scott Evans. Um, thanks for the helmet, by the way. I saw by the office, got it. It looks good. I've got it uh, right behind me displayed, and uh, right. so I appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. I, I, I'll, get, I'll have to get you another helmet from over the west side here eventually, too. Put that up. There. That'd look Ooh. good there. Well, I don't know about that. I don't have any paraphernalia <laughs> from that school over on the western side. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could take care of that for you. I, I, you know what? I bet you could. If I was to get something, I, 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 would, I would display it somewhere in the man cave. Okay. Well, that's going to happen for sure now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I will. I will highly anticipate that. Uh, let's <laughs> let's move on to this weekend. Um, it's a big game Friday night, and it's uh, not just because of playoff positioning or any of that. It's crosstown, but it all matters. And at the end of the day, there's no ch- there's no need to fire up the kids for this when they know what's at stake, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, they honestly they mark this one on the calendar each year. They know. It's one of the things we mark down, and we look at the West Siders, and we know they're a good football program over there, and our kids respond to it. You know, and it, the, the talk starts way back in January of last year. It starts during basketball season. It goes through track. It goes through the summer. So, you know, the stuff, it goes on quite a bit, and people really don't realize how close and how important this game is to these kids in this community. So, you know, it, it fires them up, and so I get a little bit more fired about it as well. Well, and it also helps that you guys are both good. It's not like there's a, you know, it's not like a, a Glacier Flathead situation where one team hasn't won, and no offense to Flathead, but it's not that. You guys are both 4-2 and two in the West. You're both, uh, you know, fighting for huge spots, really. There's a lot on the line. It's not just Crosstown. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I that you kind of hit the nail on the head with that is we always know that we're going to have two good teams in this town, and they're going to fight for positioning, and they're going to fight for a chance and an opportunity in the playoffs in a higher seat in the playoffs, not just making the playoffs because making the playoffs, we know, we understand, you know, there's a certain area where you're making it and it's not the greatest situation on earth, but we're fighting for a good seating the whole way through. And 
respect it, the compliments to the two teams and the programs that are being ran in this town. So it, it's a huge deal. All right, break down capital because it starts with Joey Michelotti, much like Caden Hewitt. It starts with your quarterback, but Joey's gotten better, and he's not a three-year starter, but he has gotten better and solidified himself as that number one over there uh, for the Bruins. You know, they started out with that two-quarterback platoon system, and Joey stepped out right away and started doing some good things for him, you know, getting them and and just handling the game, not trying to make mistakes, doing anything too wrong. You just – he, he kind of manages the game. You know, some people say being called a game manager is a bad thing. I think it's actually a good thing. Uh, he just does a good job of distributing the ball to the different guys. And they've got some weapons. The Opitz kid is one of the best tight ends in the state as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, they got quality running backs back there and a couple good receivers. So, you know, they got a good thing going over there. And, they, you know, they've done a good thing. People walked in and kind of didn't say too much about them walking in this season, but Capital always pulls it together the right way, and the coaching staff does a good job with the players they have. That's a great point because they they did fly under the radar for almost uh, most of this season through the first six or seven games. They definitely did, as we talked to Scott Evans here on the on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Move over to that defense side of the ball because with Capital, tradition-wise, you know it starts with their defense, and they've got a really good one over there. They do, you know, and it starts with the front line. The LSU the boys do a great job with the front line. They got that, you know, right now I think the Marsh kids are one of the better D linemen in the state of Montana. And, you know, that goes across the board. But they they play a, a system that's really defined of what you're going to do. And this is the places you go. And the kids play it to the hilt, and they do a great job of it. I think, you know, number one, the nice thing about them is they're disciplined. And I respect that because they're disciplined and they play in the football. So, you can't beat that from a defensive perspective, and I think that's a compliment to their team, a compliment to their system over there, that they do a good job of teaching the guys where to play and how to play it the right way. So that's a, that's always one of the things they can hang their hat on. You know, one of the great things that sticks out for me about Capital too is, and it's it's not a bad thing, but they don't have – Big names. They're just like a bunch of no-namers, really, in high school football. I mean, we know about Zach Cruz on both sides. We know about, you know, Jace Appleby and Bozeman or this kid here or Caden Hewitt for you guys and, you know, Evans and Suero and all those guys. But they just have – it's just a team, and they don't have that one guy that really stands out, and I love that. Yeah, you know, they, they are no names, but I, I don't think they're that big of no names to guys who are involved in football. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing about it. Is, I mean, I've known the Marsh kids that he walks on the field over at Capital High School, and he's a good football player, and he wasn't a sophomore last year, and the Nickelodeon boys and things like that. So there's some quality kids over there that we know about in town. Mm-hmm. We've grown up with and we know, but, you know, the, the general public may not know their names, but. I, I know football coaches do. Yeah, they definitely do. Helena High Coach Scott Evans joining us. All right, I talked to Kyle Mihelis yesterday. He said that one time he wore the same pair of underwear for six straight weeks, and not just on game days. Like, he wore them every day for six straight weeks that were on a roll. What have you done similar, or have you? Or do you even wear you know, them? I, I don't know. I, uh, well, I, 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 I am not a freewheeling like that. So <laughs> help, uh, I'm going to keep the boys wrapped up. Um, no, I, my only excuse I actually have, you know, I, I get to the point where my wife has to wash my clothing, the same clothing that I wore. I, I wash it, however. I'm not the, yeah, I can't handle dirtiness. So I wash all my stuff. But it's the same stuff that's going to win streak. Um, I eat at the same place usually, and so, you know, I'll give a shout-out to Planet Heroes today because that's what I'm eating at tomorrow, on Friday, so that'll happen. Um, you know, I do things like that. Then I'll change my menu if we lose, so that happens. So, okay. 
for a win streak. I mean the same thing every Friday, so that kind of that's one of those traditions. And I've had the same pair of coaching shoes for oh, I don't even know how long now. It's it's been quite a while. People are they might go to the Smithsonian after I get done coaching because they're that old. <laughs> so, any other superstitions? Are you a superstitious guy? I have my I don't know if it's superstitions or just um, my my quirks, I guess I'd right, say. Okay. I I got quirks. I, I, I as people know me, they know I have quirks and so I got my little quirks and my things I do that are exactly the same every time and where my pin's at, how I put my game plan, everything like that. So I think that it's not superstition. It's more about coach and the way I have to do my things. Gotcha. As we talk to uh, Scott Evans here. Uh, all right. So I got to know this, though, as we uh, we chat on the Mike Miller State Farm hotline. Um, is it nice to be a high school football coach because – there's really no way for you guys to be scoreboard watching Friday night. You just have to, you know, it's it's take care of your business, obviously. But are you is there is there someone telling you scores from across the state? You know, it, it's funny to ask that because you get announcements over the intercom. Our our PA announcer Jay Smith he gives us announcements over the intercom, so he does a good job of doing that. So you hear it sometimes, and I, I'm actually sometimes too focused, and people will tell me that. He announced it 16 times. Did you not hear it? And I'm like, yeah, no. But, so, you know, we have some guys every once in a while who'll do that. And I'll guarantee that this week, of course, you get on most, we'll find out actually a lot. I think there's two or three games tomorrow night on Thursday. So mm-hmm. some things will kind of come to fruition tomorrow night. But, uh, so I, I think at the end of the game, we get to the end of the game and, you know, you always have somebody who's going to tell you something when you walk off the field. So that's usually when I find out my stuff. Okay. Uh, last week it was the big, uh, you were talking history with George Washington. What was on the topic uh, this week? Uh, this week in my classroom or on the, the yeah, board in, in, in classroom. We're talking federalism and political parties this mm-hmm. week. So we're doing a lot of factions and discussing. Number one is George Washington, how he didn't like political parties. We're going into uh, some federalism, state and national government. So kind of enjoyable stuff for me, actually. Well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, so you were talking whip and obviously the the, re- the Republicans and Democrats. Yep, we're doing that this week, the Whigs and everything like that. Whigs, that's Absolutely. what I mean, yeah. Um, okay, well, I, I, I need to come in and just sit in your class sometime, and, and, and I love history, so that would be cool to just see how you teach it. That'd be great. Bring it on in. <laughs> hey, uh, good luck Friday night. We'll chat next week before the playoff game at home. That we do know that much. Um, but have fun on Friday and tell the boys to have some fun too. Absolutely, Jason. I appreciate it. That is uh, Scott Evans joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Big game, Vigilante Stadium Friday night. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, they got a nice track over there. New lights. Man, it'd be nice if they had turf. People in Helena need to buck up, get some turf. It's the only double-A football field in the state without turf. It's ridiculous. Weebo's got, or not Weebo, Winifred's got an 80-yard turf field. Come on, people. All right, Uh, where are we at? Jason Walker Show. (laughs) It's on this day in history. It is brought to you by Mountain Nutrition, 3222 Centennial Drive, between BMC and Auto Concepts. 
And I had a great, uh, I had my, my tea today, the Jason Walker Show tea. That's what I'm calling it. It is the Yellowstone plus grape, I think. So it's grape, lemon, and, and strawberry. Uh, my wife had the special today, which was really good. It had papaya in it. It was pretty good. Um, I don't know, I don't remember what the special is going to be tomorrow, but stop by Mon, uh, Mountain Nutrition 3222 Centennial Drive. It is October the 20th. It is Support Your Local Chamber of Commerce Day. It is Youth Confidence Day. Assistance or Medical Assistance Recognition Day, Broad Day USA. Last week it was no Broad Day. No Broad Day. And today is Broad Day USA. I can't figure it out. Are we wearing bras or not? Is also a National Chicken and Waffles Day. Just got a message from Sherry. Um, her daughter, Shaijaya, her favorite teacher was Mr. Evans, Scott Evans. So there you go. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, let's see here. 1924, first Negro League World Series took place. KC Monarchs got the win. 1934, MLB All-Star team led by Connie Mack and uh, also had Babe Ruth, Jimmy Fox, Lou Gehrig sailed over to Japan for an 18-game series for the Big Six University League. 1968, American Dick Fosbury using his unconventional technique wins the men's high jump gold medal at Mexico City. The Fosbury flop. 1973, President Nixon proclaims Jim Thorpe to have been the greatest athlete of the first half of the 20th century. 1982, St. Louis Cardinals beat Milwaukee in the World Series. 1988, Dodgers beat the Oakland A's in the World Series. 1990, World Series, Cincinnati beats the A's. Uh, 1992, the first World Series game played outside the U.S. in Toronto. As the uh, Braves lost to the Jays in Game 3 at Skydome. 2004, this was the day Boston Red Sox come back from an 0-3 deficit to beat the Yankees four games to three. Man, oh man. And changed the world forever. It is Mickey Mantle's birthday, 1931, born in Oklahoma. It's uh, Keith Hernandez's birthday, 1953, the Cardinal and Mets, and Mets broadcaster, part of the best broadcasting team, Gary Cohen, Ron Darling, and Keith Hernandez. It is Snoop Dogg's birthday today. I can't reach it, but my picture is Snoop Dogg over there. His, uh, for his original name or his legal name is Calvin, Calvin Broadus. Uh, should ask Coach Evans about this, but on 1975, on this date, the Supreme Court ruled that teachers could spank their pupils after a warning. I think that needs to be brought back. You could spank your pupils after. I got spanked in school by teachers. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk off. <laughs> Jason Walker Show, The Walk-Off, brought to you by Cafe Zydeco. And uh, make sure you stop by Cafe Zydeco, where the big easy meets the big sky, if you want unbelievable Cajun food. It is the best. Um, so we had our we had our, uh, our poll today. Should championship rings be done with, uh, done away with for teams that win titles? Um, Casey asked what my thoughts were, and I said I asked you first. Um, so I'm not sure if Casey listened to the show, but um, I don't know. I don't – look, should they be done away with? Maybe. 
do they need to be as gaudy and stupid as they look nowadays? Every team's just trying to outdo the other in any league. It doesn't matter. So if you want them, yeah, make them bigger than a class ring, but they don't have to be, you know, $500,000 rings. Okay? They're small businesses losing their jobs. Look, belt buckles are great, and Will Rasmussen, love you, Will, said just like trophy belt buckles, they should always be a treasure. I don't disagree with that. But belt buckles are not a million-dollar belt buckles that these guys and gals are wearing. Uh, Chuck said, I think they should keep them. It's the individual player's personal trophy. They don't get to keep the team trophy. They have something nice to commemorate it. But it's never worn. Except for once a year, usually. Or, you know, I don't know. I'm split. Do I like them? Yeah. Would I wear one? Absolutely not. I mean, these things are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Each. Like each. (laughs) Belt buckles are not. You can wear a belt buckle all the time. I mean, you can spend thousands of dollars on a belt buckle, but not hundreds of thousands. We don't need to have the top come off like the Milwaukee Bucks one. Did you see the Milwaukee Bucks one? Um, here, let me see if I can find it. Um, hold on. Let me go to it. I'll, I'll find it. This is the Milwaukee Bucks one, and it. this is why I asked the question. Okay, hold on. Let me show it to you. I got to get it lined up here on the on the Twitter. This is the Milwaukee Bucks one for winning the NBA championship. Ready? Here, look at this thing. I don't know how many diamonds are in it, but the top comes off, so it can be one as a necklace, which is. When are you going to wear that anyway? And then it's got like a the scan code for a QR right there. Like, what, what does that do? Anyway, that's the ring for the Milwaukee Bucks. And that's why I asked the question. I think it's a little ungodly. But just me. All right, so that's the walk-off. Oh, we were going to talk about this real quick. Um, what else? Um, boom. Oh, here it is. The uh, Montana State women picked second in the Big Sky Conference preseason polls in both the media and the coaches' polls. Uh, I had it pulled up here. Here it is. Uh, Idaho State in the coaches' poll, number one, followed by MSU, Idaho, Northern Arizona, and Montana. And then SOU, Northern Colorado, Sac State, Portland State, Weber, Eastern. In the media poll, Idaho State, number one, followed by Montana State, Idaho, Southern Utah, and Northern Arizona, media picked Northern Colorado 6th, the Lady Grizz 7th, Portland State, Sac State, Eastern, then Weber. It all plays out in March when it's all said and done. That is what will happen. All right, tomorrow on the show. Good stuff. Let me wrap up today's show first, though. Thanks to Alex Eshelman, That's What She Said, brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. Always a pleasure talking with Alex. And Scott Evans joining us. Appreciate that. Tomorrow, predictions for the weekend. Cats, Grizz, East Helena, Jefferson Townsend, 
They're playing each other. Helena Capital playing each other. We'll pick some good ones on Thursday. Also, we're going to talk to Liz Habib tomorrow, formerly Fox LA sports anchor. Now she's a teacher professor at Syracuse and is doing a podcast on Joe Paterno and the sex scandal at Penn State with Jerry Sandusky. So we'll talk to Liz tomorrow. Hope you can join us. If you missed anything, go to jasonwalkershow.com. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks to our great sponsors, our great fans, and our wonderful guests. We'll do it again tomorrow. This is the Jason Walker Show. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. See you at 4. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.